care. Like even even though I can afford food, I mm-hmm. still love ramen. Ramen is I'm so, so good. exciting. There's something exciting. Good. There's so exciting. You are exciting, Beth. I am. I'm very exciting. <laughs> I am so excited by it. It's like an, it's a new and improved Bethany now that she has soy sauce ramen. <laughs> Welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, podcast where we talk about The Office. I'm Jamie. I'm Justin. We don't have, we've never. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye. We never had like a firm. Order. Who who goes next? No, we don't. I'm Bethany. I'm Madison. I'm Justin. (laughs) You already said it. What I'm I'm liking is that like. And I'm (laughs) Subi. I will only accept people talking over each other this episode. Thank you. Normally, uh, like we we do like whoever's sitting in the same room at the same time. So like normally, like after me, Bethany would go, and then after Madison, Subi would go. That's but true. I like when we switch yeah. it up. Like we do that a lot. That's true. Yeah. I just get like courage to speak after Madison speaks. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. She has to break I the ice for you. <laughs> Door. I you may the now courage. walk. That's why I bring Bethany to my family reunions. <laughs> so speaking of uh, reunions, uh, part of this episode is dedicated to the welcome back party for Oscar. And so Oscar's theme ends up being <laughs> Mexican theme because that's what defines him. My <laughs> question course. for you guys is... <laughs> Mexicanity. If it's you were to think of the ideal party that, you, you, you know, oh. it could be a welcome back party or it could be just okay. a regular party, what... Would you like either the theme to be, or like what elements do you need to have at a party? Mm-hmm. Like pizza party like, at the arcade. Ooh, that's good. Little dance dance revolution on, in the background. Is this like uh-huh. a party for for us, mm-hmm. like for, for ourselves? Yes. So Can no for... party be an answer? <laughs> no. Can partyless party be an answer? Well, if you're at a party, like if you were to go to a party, what thing would you want to be there, like to make you feel comfortable at a party? I would like oh, to go. Go ahead, Madison. <laughs> I, I thought I you, you would just like to go to the party. I, I just want to go. You weren't <laughs> kidding when you said that you want nothing but talking over each other this episode. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, guys, but let's <laughs> let's try to tease it out a bit here. My ideal party would be a puppy party where Ooh. it's just me in a giant room of like 20 puppies <laughs> That's and cute. no other people. Any specific breed of puppies? <laughs> nope. Okay. Just just puppies. <laughs> cool. Just puppies. That would be a very good party. I was going to say know. for everybody to bring their animals just so I have something to pet. Oh, yeah. There's nothing and better. to distract. Yeah. There's nothing better than getting to a party and then there's like a cat there. I'm like, ah, like I know what I'll be doing for the next, you know, three hours, petting this cat yeah. under this table. So we were, uh, there was like this, the the CDC came to visit to like check out our project. And mm-hmm. so we had like this dinner party at my boss's house, who's like the, the head of the division to like welcome the CDC. And so I get there and she has a cat and I'm like, yes, there's a cat. I can pet it. <laughs> Except that my palms get incredibly sweaty all of the time, and especially when I'm at a social event. Oh, no. 
And so, like, I pet this cat, and then another <laughs> cat comes off on my hand, and then, like, I don't know what to do with it. And, like, so I try to get it off my hand, and I look up, and my boss is staring right at me. As he's trying to <laughs> fling <laughs> fur off the oh, all no. over the pristine carpet. <laughs> Always travel with a lint brush, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Embarrassing. Mm. Um, I think my ideal party would just be a marathoning a show. Ooh, that'd be um, cool. I feel like a really good show, a show that I like. I don't know. What is a show that you like? Well, Degrassi, I mean, Teen oh Mom. My gosh. Yes, all of that would be, <laughs> yes. One Tree Hill, um, oh, The yeah. Office, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Recreation. Yeah, just like getting yeah. together or just like a new show that no one's watched and yeah. just like, you know, watch it and talk about it maybe or yeah. just watch it. And just <laughs> oh, so like this podcast basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this podcast is your ideal version of a party. Yeah. My ideal party is anime. Club. You don't have to talk very much. Yeah. You're what with- do you guys do in anime club? Like, do you just discuss like the moral themes presented in the anime? Anime club is so cool because <laughs> everybody comes with an anime that they want to watch, and they write it all on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they each state their case of why they sh- you should choose their anime. So they'll oh. show trailers and they'll talk about it and they'll try to convince them that this is the one you want to vote for. And then voting will happen, and we and they all vote for it. And they're really good about just like they're really good like losers. Oh, like, cool. all right, okay, that's good. Like they're just really nice kids. Uh, and then we watch cool. an episode of it and turn it off and talk about it. Um, talk about tropes a lot in anime, and talk mm-hmm. about just um, I don't know what the art style reminds them of. If they've ever seen anime that reminds them of this, and just nice. like, leave leave it kind of open. Just ask them one question, and they usually pick it up from there nice that's really cool yeah it's so cool it's really cool yeah it's nice to have like kids that want to get involved um, yeah. they really didn't want to get involved in my other life oh <laughs> every once in a while but. yeah no it's tough sometimes yeah. but yeah anime club um i do like the idea of like binge watching a series with people and like chatting about it i've done that yeah. with like a couple of different times i've gone to halloween parties where we watched uh like Nightmare on Elm Street, like all of the that. ones. And then it's, you know, it's reached a point where all of those films are incredibly cheesy. So we just spend the most of the time like making fun of it or... Definitely, yeah, scary, like scary movie watching with with a big group of people is yeah. a lot of fun. Because um, yeah. like, I don't know, the lights are off, disagree. you don't have to talk. I don't know. It's just like pressure's off. Yeah. It makes it less scary somehow. It's cool. Yeah. Um, I would... I would be okay with that kind of party, like binge watching some sort of yeah. TV series, but not nothing horror esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna say like, I would binge also watch The Fosters with my Ooh. cousin, which was cool. That's cool. <laughs> the Fosters is pretty solid. Did you hear it's over? Oh, is it? They can They canceled it. They have the oh. one season to wrap it up. They, can- they canceled all yeah. the shows. What but they are doing happening? a spinoff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. They're doing a spinoff with uh, Callie and Mariana. Oh, I don't know if I want to see a spinoff. I know. I don't know. I don't think I do either. That usually Especially if like, the moms aren't involved. Right. They're my favorite part of the series. Yeah. I don't want to see Callie make a bunch of mistakes. Right. <laughs> we need to have some sense, you know, some sensibility, like, yeah. interwoven. Did you say that there is going to be one more season to, like, wrap everything up? Or that yeah, it's just Yeah, I think over? it's currently on right now. The, okay. the last season's playing now, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um... Just to talk about parties real quick again. I w- <laughs> it's okay. I, I think that for me, the thing I've always really enjoyed in parties is like 
when there is some sort of like board game element i love oh, like yeah. you know just getting together and you know that could be like a party of four people that's fine with me um uh just like a small board game gathering or uh i always really enjoy too at parties when like someone pulls out an instrument and starts like playing and then everyone's sort of singing along and like enjoying themselves. Oh my themselves. gosh, that's a nightmare. Uh, I love that. I love it. You'd like our old friend Preston who always yeah. broke out his, his acoustic guitar. Yeah. All the, girls, all the yeah. girls would swoon. It's like Preston my... knew what the girls liked. <laughs> yeah, it's like my friend Elliot back in Bloomington would always get drunk enough to start playing guitar. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I, I forgot about game nights. I definitely enjoy a good game night. Yeah, yeah. here's the thing about game, game nights. <laughs> How is your game They're night great. with Mitchell you, or whoever They're great. <laughs> so game nights will turn into you bring this really fun and interesting game, but hold on a second, guys. I have to explain the rules to you. Just a second. Yeah. Let me explain it to you. No, no. I do not want to sit here and listen to somebody explain the rules to me. <laughs> Okay, fine, let's just start playing and I'll explain it as we go. I don't get this game. I hate it. This is stupid. Let's do something else. Who has cards against humanity? Oh, yeah. Are you describing the game night at my parents' house as well? <laughs> Are you describing nobody, every game night? <laughs> I know. Nobody wanted to, nobody wanted to listen this to This game trick. is so simple. It's three rules. It's we're going to read a card. Mm -hmm. You write whatever the answer is on it, and we vote on it, and this game is stupid, and it's three rules, and you can get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand this game. Um, it is confirmed now that he is talking about the game night at my family. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's always tough, especially when you're like really excited about a game. Like the first time I tried to introduce Madison uh, to the Monopoly deal thing. She was very resistant. I was I have not. To say. You were. You were like, mm-hmm, sure. And then well, okay. <laughs> My resistance came from hearing the word Monopoly because I I know how to play Monopoly yeah. and I just hate it. <laughs> and no, so I was afraid fair. that it was going to be like Monopoly too much, but it yeah. wasn't. It yeah. was a fast game. It didn't take seven hours of people torturing each other to, to finish the game like no, regular true. Monopoly does. That's, so that's, that's where my resistance came from. I appreciate that. That's fine. <laughs> Anywho. What about you, Subi? Did you mention what you He has not. Oh. Party? Hmm. Have you not been did, did This, this might end in disaster, <laughs> but like, I heard about this... Um, Sex this, party. No, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it like light, light as a feather, <laughs> stiff as a board? Oh. The Ouija board? Anyway, It's continue. like the party from um, uh, Eyes Wide Shut, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> just like a very risky. It's an orgy, but it's really like upper class, you know. It's yeah. Really classy. It was very upper class classy, in that film. Classy orgy. Like you need to be wearing a an Italian mask in order to. Uh, yeah. Okay, so like there's this a uh, group of um, like creative types in Hollywood, and it's called uh, Channel One Hundred One. And what they do is they um they they'll come up with a plan to like they'll come up with an idea and everyone has to make a movie based on that idea. Ooh. So it, it's like, um, you know, Jaws 4. Has anyone <laughs> here seen Jaws 4? No? Fine. No. Then like <laughs> watch it in like two weeks. Yeah. So something like that. That, that sounds, might be fun. So that your ideal fun. party would be 
everybody making a movie? I couldn't think of any other answers. Well, I was like, <laughs> there's there's a, a, fine, orgy. There's a... <laughs> Everyone film their own origin. You yeah. know, you know what we really want to hear. But there's got to be a film involved one way or the other. Everybody yeah. film their own orgy. Yeah. There's a game. I'm not uh, going to this party with you. Where's your adventurous spirit, Madison? <laughs> there's a game called Fiasco, mm. uh, and it like comes in like a book, uh, and it's kind of like an, an improv. Like you, you, you basically make a movie. Like okay. it, it gives you, it's it's a weird sort of like you roll dice and that gives you like certain things that sets up scenes and mm-hmm. you you make a movie from it. I don't really know how you win the game. I've never actually like watched an entire like playthrough uh, part of it, yeah. or session of it. I've never watched like a whole session of it um, play out. But yeah, I, I think it is an interesting idea to do those sort of creative things. I saw going around either Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember like something about like three minute presentations. Uh, like you go to this party and each person gives a three minute presentation on a topic they find interesting. And so then they have to, I think they offer like little prizes too. like, I'm sure you probably get like a candy bar or something stupid, but you're like, whoever's either like the funniest or the most interesting. And the idea is like, if you, if you, I think people turned it into a drinking game. So like, if you go beyond three minutes, you have to like down whatever alcoholic drink you're drinking and get another and the idea is oh my to, gosh is presentations for fun what is wrong with you and your I friends would, it's not me and my oh, friends oh wait it's twitter and facebook <laughs> what's wrong but with you twitter and facebook that said i would totally i would totally be up for going to a party like that oh, i think I it would like be a lot of 90 percent of games right now are like everybody say something funny and then we'll vote on who's funniest <laughs> everything is yeah. like that the world is like that everything has to be a joke <laughs> well, these ones are just informative presentations. Go yes. on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the internet, one Ugh. day we hope. I don't know. Uh, that's a bad the segue. The internet doesn't put <laughs> the staples the out of business. From the internet. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the office, we watched the office on the internet, which brings <laughs> us to season three, episode thirteen, "The Return." Originally aired January eighteenth, two thousand seven. And did you happen to catch the writers yep. there, Jess? Uh, it's Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupnitsky and Michael Schur. Cool. So they were all the ones that wrote the last episode, too, I think. Right? I didn't write it down. Okay. Yeah, I think they were, which would make sense because it had a very similar feel, I think. It was a good, mm-hmm. pretty solid episode. But yeah, so um, The Return. Always good. We finally have Oscar back. I really like this cold open with Dwight Fred trying to find a job. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> because, like, there's something I love when Dwight fist pumps in the air. <laughs> I do it all the time now when I think something's really exciting. <laughs> and, like, nobody looks at me and probably thinks that I'm doing a Dwight reference, no. but I am. They probably think, well, <laughs> she, they think, like, wow, she really loves the Jersey Shore. Stop it, I know. <laughs> do they do that in the Jersey Shore? They do this in the Jersey Shore. D- Dwight does one powerful one in the air. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what's... For listeners out there, I'm sure Subi is fist pumping. <laughs> yeah, that's like the techno beat. Right? Is there, yeah. is there a Jersey Shore spinoff still going on? Or like a sequel or something? When was there ever a Jersey Shore spinoff? The the Snooky had a spinoff. Oh right! And like I think no, some I think guys they both got pregnant and stopped doing those. <laughs> that would make sense. No, I I never watched Jersey Shore to begin with. So 
Yeah, no, me neither. I've never seen an episode of that. I never want to. No. No. <laughs> Get out of here, Jersey Shore. Get yeah. it. But yeah, I mean... Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I was just... That's my leading into saying something. Uh, oh. That's my segue. The perfect segue is when you moan from the back of your throat. <laughs> and then you lead into whatever you're saying. Sure. Uh, <laughs> this one has been kind of sad to me, though. I don't know. He's just seeing his yeah, spirit getting killed. I, I felt bad for Dwight, too. You know, like, he's trying to put this positive spin on it. But, uh-huh. like, he's working in Staples, you know. Like, and he thinks that he can get, like, a good job. Like, he thinks yeah. he has enough experience and, like, talent. Yeah. And I guess... Him wearing the winter hat doesn't make it any less sad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I do like at the end of the cold open that he that Jim realizes that he misses Dwight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see Andy start starting his whole like annoying as shit gig, which is and also just creepy. Uh, like Andy's yes. a giant creep in this. Episode. I feel bad for him. I feel you bad feel for bad him. for him. When, when he's trying, get out of this podcast when he's right. trying to when he is trying to have jim listen to his ringtone yeah i don't know he was just proud of it it took him a long time to make it no no yeah. but okay, that's well, fine that if wasn't you, if annoying you play, at that yeah. point that's the if only part it, i feel bad for him no, well, no, jim I, was annoyed at that point i was yeah, annoyed I just, at that point too like if you aw. play like play it once or twice fine but if you leave it keep ringing and repeating for like six measures i'm like I jim can't wasn't getting yeah, it he wouldn't have had to if jim just said like that's really good andy i'm really proud of you yeah that's I, cool i, that I wish i could awesome. do half of that <laughs> yeah, yeah but you're a jim talented singer off. you guys are kind of an eye i guess i do like andy though I really don't. I I do eventually, but this yeah. is not the Andy that I like. Yeah. <laughs> you like Andy post anger management. <laughs> yes. That is true. Although in the beginning, I typically his nickname for Jim is Big Tuna, but didn't he call him Big Turkey in the beginning? Yeah. No, he called thought... um Ryan Big Turkey. Yeah, oh, he did. Yeah. Oh. That's, That's gonna be one of my trivia questions because he looks right at Ryan and says it. Oh. Uh, but I feel like. I might I might be thinking a big haircut. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he does call somebody a different name, like from like I feel like he calls Jim a different name because of the sandwich that he's eating that day too. Oh okay. Um, yeah, this time. No, yeah, I think I think I remember that too, but I can't remember what it was. I might be making it up. You know, it yeah, sounds familiar. We'll see. Yeah. I might be yes manning. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yes, Why does right. Michael drive to work with his top down? Like I, I know don't that he, know. he I know that he can't get it get the top up, but like I feel like he just realizes that when he gets to work that he can't yeah. get the top up. Yeah. I think I, I think, think he, he couldn't loves get it up. having a convertible <laughs> and he just wants it all the time. <laughs> any any opportunity to have it. Because even when he's driving with Jan, he like yeah. all, insists on having it down. <laughs> yeah. And like it's also, not snowing yet. And and like when he goes back out later to go to Dwight. There is a disproportionate I amount know. of snow inside of his car. And in just his on, passengers yes, or in his driveway. I was going to say just on that side. On the sea. I'm like, that's... No. That's what I, was the, I was like, maybe it fell it was, off the roof. I bet it was the warehouse guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's, te- that's possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Michael and his car. <laughs> He's so proud of it. <laughs> he does love what that What is it? Sebring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Has it always been a Sebring? It's like, that's my car. 
But then uh. he promptly drives it into a lake. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. So he doesn't care about it too much. No. no, he's just proving a point at that moment. It's not his fault. The electronics made him do it. It's true. <laughs> they he's proving him. a point to his GPS. Yes, he is. <laughs> My GPS did that to me the other day. It, t- it took me to an address like t- for a meeting, and I walk in, and like I don't see anybody there. <laughs> and yeah. like I'm trying to find out, like, and it's just like a, a desk, like a front, like a receptionist desk, okay. and then like. So like you can go around behind this these like partitions to where like offices are. So I'm like, oh maybe the meeting is like back there. And like I'm back there and I'm in this conference room and I see this lady and I'm like, I'm looking for I forget the name of the place I was going. Yeah. And she's like, I have no idea where that is. <laughs> Were you using MapQuest? I'm, like, I'm like, is this thirty four fourteen, whatever Second Street or whatever? Yeah. And she was like, no, it's. 3407 or something. Oh, no. Like, I don't know why my GPS took me here. I suppose you got that. Chilling in their conference Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised you even got that far in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Did you have the energy afterwards to go to the actual meeting, or did you just, like, yeah, go home and uh, it was like It was, like, <laughs> half a block away. Yeah. On the other side of the street, and my GPS clearly mm. said, your destination is on the right. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you did a Michael Scott and just listened to the GPS. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's what happens when I have meetings before I have coffee. Yeah. So, yeah, this whole episode is just following Michael Scott around. I, yeah, Mike, Andy, Andy is awful in this episode. Andy's just very insecure. Yeah. That's funny, though, for Michael Scott to to get a taste of his own medicine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How can somebody be so self unaware? Wait, what does he say? Have so little Little self awareness. -awareness. (laughs) The camera kind of like zooms in on his face a little bit. Um,. In this, this is like Andy's like first day as the Dwight replacement, though. So I think Andy yeah. like feels a lot of pressure today to, to be like this is his big time to be the the, the number right two man. in the office, the right hand man. Yeah, but I mean, does he need Michael. to follow Michael to the bathroom and then like Ew, listen no. to the door? <laughs> that like, is gotta put in. You got to put in the hours. That is crossing <laughs> like sixty two lines, I think. At least exactly sixty two. Exactly. It's not like he was in there with him. Oh, please. You really, Justin, how would, would you, you enjoy feel? That? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how about, how about the janitor can clean the bathrooms after 5 o'clock? And it doesn't have to be the first thing that he does whenever he comes in for the night. What? What? Instead of what? at 4.30 while I am going to the bathroom. Oh! <laughs> Probably enjoys, you know, listening to you and go then to the bathroom. And then propping open the door and walking away and going and filling up his mop bucket down the hall. Speaking of janitor, it's very sweet whenever Michael realizes that Dwight is the one who is carrying his <laughs> toys. Yeah. No, and he did, I guess that he didn't mention that... He also waters the plants, but we see that happening. Yeah. Right. We know that. It's the Dwight crew. Yeah. The Dwight crew. (laughs) Not the night crew. It's the Dwight crew. It is very sweet. I arranged my toys in a very pleasing (laughs) 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 thing. Are we to assume that Dwight gets there at like five in the morning just Uh, to arrange Michael's toys? Yes. Oh, I'm sure he He gets up when the rooster crows. I think it's funny that he has to arrange Michael's toys like Michael leaves all of his toys in disarray like a child every day. I mean, surely he does, you know. (laughs) He has to make that giant ball smaller. Yeah. (laughs) Stop the the teeth from chattering. Arrange them in an aesthetically pleasing manner. (laughs) I tried to notice the way that he was arranging them, but I didn't see any sort of pattern. He probably just lines them up on the 
think it's like funny that he thought the night crew was doing that for him. <laughs> I know. Who would care? Like it was a random thing. The night crew got rid of their cobwebs, so. Yeah, they yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like one of my favorite scenes in the office when it just cuts to them just vacuuming up all the cobwebs. <laughs> like they actually thought some spider head, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, clearly that's like, the only. It's Halloween. You know it's October. Right. Yeah. That's so oh. funny. I do like seeing Angela all sweet and stuff because of Dwight's absence. Like she's yeah. feeling really guilty about it. And oh, uh, I feel. I She's just so sad that she's like accidentally nice to everybody. Yeah. You know? And I love how eager she is to like have Oscar join the party planning committee. But when Kevin asks, <laughs> she's just like, never. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. And then later on, when she's sort of like confiding in Pam to be like, I need, her. you know, it's her uh, fault. Yeah, but she, she kind of screws that up. <laughs> What does she say about her wearing revealing clothing or something? I know. Yeah, she, she, like walking that. around in your provocative outfits. Yeah. I like you. Your head. And Pam's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. I love it. I love it. I love how everything's like provocative to Angela. Even though she's yeah. definitely worn some like low cut shirts in the past. And Angela's definitely like... like doing Dwight in the warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true. That is a true story. I don't think Pam ever has sex at work. They try yeah. it that one time, but it doesn't work out for them. <laughs> I think they end up doing it because the last scene is oh, like, yeah. nope, we didn't do it. Nope. And they're like trying to hide, like, not smile. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they've got sex hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, got they have. Sex hair. Who's that from? Parks and Rec. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, did you really love that party moment? Sex bear. The sex hair party moment? Where everybody Where... started singing. Oh, yes, I did enjoy that a lot. Party moment. <laughs> party moment, bro. Yeah. I was a little thrown off by the lyrics, but... You know. <laughs> I don't just... know why those lyrics would throw you off. <laughs> it's the singing that counts, I guess. Um, yeah, I do like that Angela was finally going to the, tell uh, Michael why you know, Dwight was in your yeah. city. But then, like is just saved by the bell basically with Michael. Michael she's just like, "Yes. You would you would do that for anybody." <laughs> yeah. So it's a good thing Andy was being a big creep today because uh, otherwise Michael wouldn't have brought Dwight back. Exactly, and the That's show would true. have been basically over. Thank yeah. you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. For I guess we all really could be a little more appreciative of Andy. <laughs> I, I guess. He brought Dwight. I don't back. know. <laughs> I feel like Michael he was kind of on his way to the conclusion that getting rid of Dwight was a mistake yeah. before Andy started annoying the crap out of him. Yeah. I do find it interesting that Michael wouldn't catch on earlier without Jim saying, like, you know, Andy's a yes man. Yeah. Because he's like, we have, like, all the same top ten films in the same <laughs> no. number. It's like, that is not, that is more than just, you know, coincidental, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess stranger things have happened, I suppose. But it was no. because uh, Andy would sometimes say no, like that was throwing him off. He can't be a yes man if he's uh, saying no. Perhaps. But but he was only saying no to things that Michael said no to. Like he right. disagrees with everything. Yeah. I don't know. I would have liked. I would have liked to see a spinoff of Dwight working at Staples with that worker. <laughs> She's awesome. She was awesome. <laughs> that yeah. actress. Yeah, that that actress actually plays a character on Community, like oh. a main oh, that's character. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Shirley Bennett. Yep. 
alcoholic, Christian <laughs> mom, baker, a woman of many talents. Yes, <laughs> if alcoholism is a talent, I guess. <laughs> Keeping it, you know, quiet can be. Yeah. If being That's a mom true. is a talent. Ooh! Don't Ooh, tell the teen moms. Shots that. fired. Don't Dang. diss Bethany's favorite all-time TV show. Please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure, Jamie. We all have. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Um, um, yeah. It, it's interesting seeing Oscar come back in this episode as well, and just like <laughs> be like. Oh, like secretly hoping that people keep messing or like <laughs> screwing around with him so he can get a home entertainment system. Yeah. I feel like he could have gotten more out of the lawsuit than just accepting whatever Jan gave him. Probably. Right. But he did he get a like car got... and a vacation out of it. He got like a three-month three vacation. Yeah. He got, he got like sexually assaulted he in d- front of everybody. Did, yeah. <laughs> All of those witnesses. Yeah. No, not only was he outed by Michael. But... Yeah, outed and assaulted <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, and I like. It, I don't like it, it. It kind of annoys me that immediately Michael's like back to saying like blatantly like he's our gay employee. Things. Yeah, well that, and then also he's just kind of like, oh look at that new car. How many pesos did that set you back and stuff like that? <laughs> I was like, come on, Michael. It's day one of him back. Give him a break. But we all know it is his Mexicanness that defines him. <laughs> it is. It's not your gayness. <laughs> yeah, that whole. I love that when Dwight comes back eventually, he's he thinks the party was thrown for him, like oh as gosh. if he would have a Mexican <laughs> themed party. Me? Like zooms in on Welcome Back, Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I did. Like, I love when when he hands him the 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 broom <laughs> and, and like they try to put the bandana on him, and he's like, no, no, no. I know. I don't need that. <laughs> and everyone's just like staring as at him as he destroys the thing. And Angela's just very happy. I know. Angela's face is so cute. <laughs> I also fun. appreciate Ryan like making lemonade sound Le- I know. Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at the camera like, oh. Like shrugs. <laughs> Probably like Michael or someone else had told them to get like you know a, a Spanish or a Mexican drink, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a little like card that said Mexican lemonade next to it. <laughs> oh man! And I still like after the initial pinata, Dwight's just like knocking all of the ones hanging out <laughs> in the ceiling down yeah. too. Oh, Dwight enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. Oh man! But Oscar was having a good time. He said, yeah. He, he said that he was out. He actually, until Angela just like peaced out in the middle of his <laughs> sentence. <laughs> he did say that he was having a good time. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. So, Jim sucks in this episode. I hate him oh, in this yeah. episode. Really? Why? Yeah. Because the moment, the moment, like, Karen has a lot of work to do. She just got yeah. all of Dwight's, like, um, what's it called? Clients. Accounts. Clients, yeah. and like she, she has stuff to do, and just because yeah. she won't act like a ten-year-old and pull a prank, he goes right over to Pam and just starts flirting. In with his her. defense, I feel so bad he does Karen. not go right over to Pam. He goes to Ryan first. That's true. Oh, that's true. And then Ryan, Ryan says, "That is a flimsy defense." I do Ryan lo- says, yeah. "Not right now, but ask me again ten years ago." Which is like such a good response. I love to when he's like, up. "I love to when Jim's like, I liked you more as the temp," and Ryan's just like, "Yeah, yeah me too." 
And like, I don't know, I just feel bad for Karen when they're passing over the cell phone and like her face is just so worried and just that sucks. I don't feel yeah. bad for Karen. She could have been doing the prank. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's not just a receptionist who has nothing to Ouch. do but answer phones. Just a receptionist. Just. I do I do feel bad for Jim or for, for Karen in this episode. Um yeah. because I feel like Jim knows that he still has feelings for Pam, yeah. and he is kind yeah. of being a dick by like dating Thank Karen. And that well, made that's... me so happy, Madison. Thank <laughs> well, that's and then at the end, whenever she, he, she's like, yeah. still have feelings for her, and she, he admits it right to her. I love yeah. that though. Like, I'm glad that he said yes finally. Yeah, was very yeah, yeah. But then they stay together for like a whole other. Well, episode. that's Karen's problem. A more at that point. No, Karen, Karen didn't have to stay with him. No, she didn't. Like. Yeah. Karen is trying to be mature him. like she's and trying like, to Jim's make it not... work because she made such a huge sacrifice. Well, I mean, the fact that she moved there with somebody she wasn't even quite dating yet, right. that's her own dumb problem. She should not have moved there for someone. I guess, but he could but, be a little but, less but, of a you know, that she like... said that she was willing to move with uh move to Scranton with Jim. That kind of I don't know, like it they weren't even dating yet. That's like way too much pressure. No, to but Jim was like, I think you should think about Scranton. Yeah. Like he, she, he was, yeah. she was leading her on again. And, and they like, did have like a really serious connection. And yeah. like she had no idea that Pam even existed. Like yeah. it was totally yeah. under false pretenses. But still, to move because then another he lied about somebody that you're not her. even dating. Yeah. Like under like for them in that well, way. Well, I mean, you did you did lose your job too. Like it's not like right. she quit a job. Like she had to go somewhere. True. 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 That's no, true. I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's tough because, like, obviously Jim never stopped liking Pam. So, like, it would have been good in the beginning to, like, when they were first going to Scranton to be like, hey. I, like, I feel like Karen should have known way earlier that there had been this thing with Pam because that could have affected her decision on whether or not she actually moved with him. Because mm-hmm. if she's like, oh, we're going to the place where the woman who the engaged woman to whom you confessed your love is still working. Like, yeah. this is not going to like be a good thing for ago. me. Right. She didn't even find out until last episode. I know. Like, when Phyllis told her. And, like... And, and it had to come from Phyllis. And then he <laughs> yeah. lied about it, and he was all, why, why would she say? Like, get out of here! <laughs> I know. I know. It's very... It's like... It's just a rebound that has gone too, too far. far. Yeah. Has, has rebound gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not sure who I'm agreeing with here. (laughs) I'm just going to say okay. Okay. I agree that they can all be irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, I see, I I definitely see both sides of the the coin. But I... Move aside, Karen has been dating Jim for like eight months now. And so like... Has it really been that long? Whenever, when they are in the women's bathroom. Yeah, Ryan says six months. Mm. Did that happen yet, though? Six months? Yeah. So. yeah. Has it? Um, so, so they've been dating for like six months now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if, if she knew about Pam, I don't think that she would have been dating Jim, like, since I she agree. knew. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> she could have just worked in Scranton and, like, lived in scranton and it would have been a like she would have been jim to well pam and jim would have been pam and roy and she would have been jim <laughs> oh, yes. right but yeah just like just like always longingly looking at jim 
Right, exactly. Yeah, that's why, like, if she had known about Pam before, I, I don't think Karen would have even come to Scranton. I think she would have immediately tried to find a different job. Which she probably could have done. Yeah. As Jim pointed out, she was very close to New York City. True. But they weren't hiring. Like, yeah, they weren't offering a job. They weren't offering yeah. a job. Or like, she could have maybe They gone, were absorbing yeah. Scranton or whatever. Stanford, yeah. Or Stanford, true. right. That's true. I don't know. I don't know. He just has a face I want to punch. <laughs> and, and that actually, just line up that actually makes me want to punch John Krasinski in the face. <laughs> well, it's now. starting to affect because Netflix just advertised or Hulu. No, it was our Netflix, Fire yeah. TV. Oh, um, wow. Just started advertising this Netflix show. Tom where, Clancy something. Yeah, some Tom Clancy show oh, that yeah, Jim yeah. is in. Isn't that on Amazon Video or Amazon Prime? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to watch you. <laughs> I, say I would watch monster. it. <laughs> I don't know. And now he's all buff, and so he has this big buff body and this dumb goofy gym face. <laughs> 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 and it just doesn't match. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, I think it would be tough to be in that situation because like, you know, if he's got to the point where he's convinced, you know, uh, intentionally or not, this woman to come move to this little podunk town to work at a different branch. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of a fine city. I imagine how he could be like trying to suppress his feelings for Pam to, to sort of make it work. But like his subconscious obviously is not working it out. Cause he's like, I don't want you to move too close to me. I don't want to take this. So he's trying not, I think trying not to make it serious, but everyone's sort of pressuring him, including Pam to do so. So I don't know. I think it's a, a tough situation I mean, and i think like the fact yeah. that he is quote a, a, he tries to be a good person except for when he's like you know torturing andy and dwight um yeah. <clears throat> like i think that is meant to be like playing into it like he doesn't want to you know let not let karen down but what's the word like make her sad i don't know i can't think of words yeah. but... i gotta I guess... say <clears throat> good no i i hmm. i don't know what i was gonna <laughs> say bethany you go oh I was just like, I gotta say, I can think of, like, one instance where Jim isn't a giant asshole. And it's, like, when he's comforting Dwight in the stairwell. Oh, I love that scene, yeah. I do, too. But, like, at the beginning, he's trying... I mean, I know Pam's in a bad relationship, but, like, come on. Like, step off. And, like, stop being so creepy and picking her up and, like, all kinds of crap. And then, like, towards the end of the series, he has that Philadelphia thing that he, like, lies to her about forever. Yeah. And then... Like, I don't know. He starts... Flo- I just don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like his <laughs> That's character. That's fair. That's really fair. Oh, there's one more person for the not liking yep. gym train. Yep. No. They're, we're getting pretty long. We're all falling. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all, not there You'll yet. all join the Dwight army of champions. Of <laughs> yeah. I'm, holding, I'm holding out hope for Jim, but I do I do admit his failures. Yeah. Of which there are many. Yeah. He's not my favorite <laughs> character, but I can understand somewhat i don't know he makes mistakes he makes yeah. karen was a mistake like leading karen on and saying Absolutely. like you should move a six know. month mistake yeah 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 he should far. never have like let her think that she was in he was entrusted in her before they moved he should have just let her yeah make up her own mind about whether or not she wanted to move to, yeah. to i agree her, yeah. her job yeah. And then if there was, you know, anything, they could have pursued it afterwards. But that shouldn't yeah. have ever been, like, something he let her think was yeah. 
a like, I understand when you're tr- you're like trying to move on from somebody. Yeah. But like you have to stop thinking about yourself so much and think right. about other people around you. You can't just live for yourself. <laughs> All this anger is probably coming from a different place. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh man. I do it was really awkward when Michael's telling the story about how his mom accidentally raspberried his butt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I love how serious he is when he's talking. I don't feel <laughs> like as a five-year-old. So like so I don't think awkward. a five-year-old would be that scarred by that happening. Like okay, <laughs> maybe if you worst. were ten or twelve, but like if you're five, you don't. You're not aware. Well, of knowing life. knowing Michael's mother, it probably was when he was like fifteen or something. <laughs> he so said funny. he was five. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One five, perhaps. Um, I love his stories involving his mom. Like, my mom was rubbing cream on me for about three hours. <laughs> oh, God. It makes his mother look like a gigantic creep. That's such a long time to have some rubbing He's, cream He's, like, on just him. covered in cream. Right? <laughs> During his birthday. <laughs> Oh, I love that story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he does literally know what it's like to have that his That is a kiss. lot of cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Any other things to think to add about aspects of this episode? I'm trying to think if there's any little stories floating around. Um, How did it yeah. end? Just oh, Andy, like freaking out. Oh, he punches oh, the wall. Yeah. I mean, the whole prank with um, oh yeah, with oh. his phone in the ceiling. It's a mean uh, prank. It is mean. I yes. agree. Like a went cu- on way too long. Yeah, to yeah. ring it a couple, like once or twice, fine. But like well, to do it until he punches a hole in the building. And the main thing is like, how is Andy ever going to get his phone back? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I like also that like clearly it was Jim. Like Jim left. They hear a thud in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. His phone rings, and yet he still kind of turns to Phyllis. He's just like, I don't trust you, Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that only Stanley looks up at the thud. I know. No one yeah. else even reacts. <laughs> oh, maybe it's like my pipes. The ceiling just thuds always. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone else is just used to loud random noises. <laughs> Could be. Oh man. Yeah, that I just I do love that like <laughs> he loves it so much he like punched a hole in the hole in it. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. That was an overreaction on I know. I love that he's yeah, he's like, that wasn't a reaction. Like it might have been a shitty prank, but that was an overreaction. They don't yeah. bring his anger into the show enough. It's like yeah, you three think... times in right. in the series. Yeah. He's in anger management that he doesn't plan on taking. Yeah, seriously. yeah. And only one of them is is after anger management. Yeah. What's, what when is he, it? When he throws the rock at the duck at beach day. <laughs> oh, that's right, <laughs> Mallard. Oh man. And then he just floats away down the river. <laughs> he gets his. He does <laughs> his come up. Look at what I'm doing and tell someone. He just deserves. <laughs> Bye, Andy. <laughs> Oh, man. So do you guys have any, like, other quotes that you found interesting or memorable? Uh, yes. You didn't hear? Decapitated. Whole big thing. <laughs> a funeral for a bird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure none of that is real. You're not, not real, real man. <laughs> What a weird way to say, like, I, I really like the way that, like, that is saying that both Jim and Oscar were missing that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love that. Yeah, I love the callback to that. Like yeah, I just love that Creed 
is so unaware of what's happening that like he mistakes Dwight for the guy who got decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> and yet and yet he does remember the bird funeral. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, Justin, I think you have one of my... Uh, I will literally yeah. be standing right here if you need anything <laughs> at all. Because you definitely say that in your real life. <laughs> As you stare down people. Yeah. Um, it, but when you say it, you kind of sound like you're talking down to people, so like it's a hard reference to make mm-hmm. and pull off smoothly. Yeah. I like when Kelly says that he's literally, he's one of the five best singers ever. <laughs> meaning that the other four, or the other four are in the rest of InSync. <laughs> that might be one of my favorite jokes in the whole series. It's so fast. Like, yeah. I never, I didn't catch it until today. Right, I always catch, I always just catch the part where she's like, oh, you really need to learn more about your culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And we, re- we referenced this before recording, I think, but when she, when, uh, Michael's like, Andy is like Mar something. Great sportscaster, big weirdo creep. <laughs> and boy Mar is he. Lemonade I wrote down. Uh, does anyone know the name of that sportscaster? It's uh, Marv Albert. Um, oh. Uh, he was like really popular and then he just went away because he's... He's awful. Was he bit a lady? He bit someone? <laughs> yep. That, that's a good reason to kind of just fall off the radar. I need, I need the context of that. Yeah, do you know? He was it hungry. was sexual. He was, he was hungry. Hu- <laughs> so like, uh, like he was lustful. Like, like yeah. Sham Wow guy. The Sham Wow guy. Yeah, he bit a prostitute's um, what? tongue. What? Yeah, well, then he then he overdosed. No, she, he just bit it. I, well, I think like he bit like the. Or did she bite his? That's right. He punched her because she was biting his tongue. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. Well, you should well, do that. Well, luckily he had a. He had a product that would like suck up all the blood. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's why there was no blood on the scene. He never shamwild right. again. That's true. Wait, wait, was the shamwild guy the same for the uh, that um, slap the top. slap chop? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that their slogan. Get a load they're... of these nuts. <laughs> I love their slogan was like making America thinner one slap at a time. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Toby doesn't know what ever... Slapchop is. What? I know. <laughs> it doesn't fit much under it, right? Yeah, have you ever okay, used I, a Slapchop? I have seen no. that guy before. He... Yeah, he did a couple of those infomercial things, right? Didn't he take over OxyClean after What's-His-Face? Bit the, bit, bit I think it? so. I do not like the new OxyClean you guy. Just, like, you put like stuff underneath it, and then you just wail them on it a few times. <laughs> And it would chop everything. That is exactly That's what you do. Crazy. Yeah. I feel like it jumps around and things come like, out of it though. Look at it, that. Like, look at it, that. Like, you can't. You can barely fit it. Like you can't even fit like half an Slap onion chop. in it. Oh, no, that's yeah, that's exactly. It's like it's so small. You have to cut up everything so tiny to get it into this thing to begin yeah. with. You need yeah. a big slap chop, like yeah. a giant <laughs> slap chop, yeah, like a cutting board size slap chop. That'd be yeah, like, insane. Like, the top of it is like a pogo <laughs> stick. That'd be dangerous. <laughs> I'm just picturing someone like prepping dinner on a pogo stick. <laughs> the slap pogo. Oh wait, no, the pogo chop. I forgot the yes! chop. The expo go. Getting stoked on your expo go. What's that? It was like this pogo stick that was like, it was like pneumatic or something. Like yeah. you could jump like ten feet in the air. Oh. And then break your That's so legs scary. on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> it only killed. It land on a tiny thin pole. So, I'm gonna. <laughs> I feel like I already floated oh, this YouTube shit. idea on the podcast. Is it about pogo sticks? 
It's about infomercials where like yeah. you watch the infomercial and then you like get the thing and then you try to do the infomercial thing with the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like when they're backflipping with the expo go. Oh, oh my god. god. Like, <laughs> I mean would... like that would be like They back black black flip. They <laughs> I think so. I feel like they backflipped on the... That's crazy. Nobody can do that. We would be five hosts out of five dead. Yeah, 100%. I was was super into pogo sticking when I was a kid. I went through like five pogo sticks. Because I I never got a good one. I really liked stilts. Stilts are awesome. I had a pair of stilts. Stilts I'd walk all around. Like the kind that you have to hold up to your head. Yeah. Those Those are pretty cool. Those aren't even stilts. Yes, they are. They're trainer stilts. (laughs) <laughs> what are they training you to for you to be able to walk on them without your know, hands eventually that... <laughs> yeah. and i don't know Training i skills. don't know if it helps or not i never stuck with it <laughs> i never recognized my true talents your true training ta- my true training your pogo wait well, i can't even know what we're talking about anymore i don't know <laughs> all right so my last quote was uh <laughs> And then yeah. a quick nap at my place, and we hit the tiz out. <laughs> no, I don't want to do any of that. I love that whole <laughs> that whole spiel of Andy's. Oh, Andy's. <laughs> Sorry, I annoyed I the... you with my friendship. <laughs> I love the it's casual like suggestion of a quick nap at my place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate. Yeah, I hate that that he did say like "sorry to offend you with my friendship" or whatever at the end, because like, hello, gaslighting much. <laughs> like, come on now. Hello, buzzwords much. <laughs> buzzwords. Hashtag gaslight. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's gaslighting so much as perspective. Because Andy really does want to just be his... Like, he wants to be... I mean, he wants to get somewhere with his friend. Oh, yeah. But he, he he's not, like, saying... Yeah, like, but he doesn't love him like Dwight loves him. No. He just wants to be the second in command, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you guys have a Dundee you'd like to hand out? Do you have any other quotes? I have one more quote. Oh, go for your quotes. Addition by subtraction. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Doesn't even make sense. Uh, Minus a negative is plus a positive. Yeah, do you think Andy was, like, when he said, like, yeah, you're right, that doesn't make sense, do you think that he was thinking, like, if you subtract a negative, you would add it, And but he didn't want to say it because he was a yes man? Maybe. I think that he totally understands it, but he was... Yes, Manning. I'm not asking if it was possible. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. No, that is, if that's that what is you exactly, think it happened. That's exactly what Andy was thinking on in his brain. Anybody else have a quote, Susie? I think that, that was all of mine. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I have any more. Okay. Or any. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you were talking about Lemonade. Oh, yeah, Lemonade. Yeah. But that was our. Oh, oh, yeah, so lemonade. Like, that was said like five times. <laughs> Oh, I also there was also when uh, uh, when uh, Michael was first talking about the the party for Oscar, he was like the celebration of Oscar Oscar night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a perfect that. moment to like do an Oscar themed night. But no. Oh yeah. Does Oscar do an Oscar themed thing? If not, then he's missing out. I might be thinking of a different guy oh, that no. had Oscar parties. Like doesn't Kelly do one? And is that isn't that why they? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. they all have they the mugs. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of mugs, do you guys have any uh, Dundies to give? Uh, yeah, best creep to Andy. He was my favorite <laughs> part of the episode. <laughs> he was a creep. 
I'm giving the headless bird Dundee to Creed <laughs> for remembering part of that story. <laughs> nice. I'm giving a sorry your boyfriend sucks Dundee to Karen. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Which I think might have been the... I don't know if I did that before. I feel like I'm, I may have. She I think deserves you might all have. of them. Yeah, yeah. she does. I'll, I'll give a Nerflings Dundee to Andy because I, I realize like so much of the things I say I got from Andy. Yeah. Like, he does. He says Nerflings all the time. <laughs> nothing. My, I don't know if you guys know this, but my nickname for Madison is Tuna. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I, I think I've literally called you Tuna more than I have Madison. Probably, over the yeah. <laughs> this started a long time ago. Like, yeah. Right after we first started dating, we started watching The Office and you just started calling me Tuna. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not like because you ate a tuna sandwich, but no. because like, it was such a funny nickname. Yes. I have to use this in my life. Like, and we the watched only that episode of The Office where he calls um, Jim Tuna for the first time. Right. And right. That was and it. I think I got it from that episode where um, they're watching like a movie at The Office on their laptop. And Andy goes, uh, he's like handing some food to uh, Jim and Pam. And he's like, Milady, Matuna. Yeah. And I've been calling you Matuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Oh, man. Yep, yep. That, that's it. You're probably sick of tuna. You probably have tuna every night. Plus, <laughs> we have that um that quote, um, the song that um Andy sings about Popple. Poppelbaum drilling. But that's like a song we've. You guys know which one I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, the one that you sang on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we've been singing that song since the first time we watched that together to the point where I actually had a canvas printout of it made for him for Christmas with Aww. the lyrics. That song printed on it. Even the one it says Sweet 100 and Doodly Doo. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'll take a picture and send it to you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, I will give my Dundee to Dwight. It is the athletic and special skills Dundee. <laughs> For having so many skills, he needs an extra resume. But yeah. Cool. Cool. What about some trivia? Oh, yeah, trivia. Trivia. Have I, have... I do have. I have two trivia questions, but I have a feeling Jamie knows the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and actually, I actually only have one trivia question because we already talked about Big Turkey being Ryan's <laughs> oh, nickname. Yeah. Um, so I only have one more, and that was what are Dwight's three resumes? Oh. I only wrote down. Resume. Yeah, I only wrote down the athletic and special athletics skills. Athletics and special skills. Athletic and special but skills. Dwight trivia. Oh yeah, Dwight trivia. Trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 trivia. And then and a regular resume. Well, what does he call that one? Uh, Employment history. <laughs> no. I have no idea. Oh, no. He just calls it professional. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Implying the other two are not professional. <laughs> <laughs> but just as important. <laughs> Okay. Um, my first one is, how does Dwight describe himself? Oh. Oh man. When he's meant to do it in three words. Yes. Um. Hardworking. Hardworking. I can't remember. In, is it integrity? No. <laughs> You're thinking of friends, aren't you? Like, like, <laughs> trying to get her job back. Uh 
Perhaps. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember the others. I almost wrote those down. Jackhammer. Hardworking, alpha male, jackhammer, merciless, insatiable. Insatiable. What does the sticker say that's next to Andy? What? There's a sticker that that is very prominent under the froggy sticker. Oh, no. Oh, that's... um... Dunder Mifflin Tools of the Trade. Yeah. Oh. What are the Dunder Mifflin Tools of the Trade? I don't know. Jackhammer. Alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insatiable. Insatiable. Uh, what? Uh, no, that's my trivia question. Oh. I wasn't oh. done with mine. That was one of my... Th- yeah, but that was a good... Se- it would have been a good transition <laughs> had you not... Oh, I don't know. Usurped it. Are they the ones listed it, was on it the on screensaver? Oh... Yeah, I used to have that screensaver on my laptop, and now I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what they are. Not a screensaver background. Background, oh, yeah. But is a paperclip and scissors Wait, and what? oh, I guess you could say pencil, <laughs> but it's two pencils. For. A computer, presumably. A That's telephone. What are you guys thinking about? We were thinking of the words that are written underneath uh, the Dunder Mifflin logo yeah. on the background of the wall on the wallpaper on their computers. Yep, they're like fourth and bullets. There's like yeah. Oh, okay. And I do not know. No, this is on the sticker. These ones are on the sticker. Yeah, it says Dunder Mifflin Tools of the Trade, and like that's what the things are behind it. Is it just pictures of them? It's not like the word pencil, like paper clips. (laughs) 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 What is the sweet number where Pam and Angela are standing, and whose sweet is it? 210 in advanced refrigeration. Did you just like write down all of my trivia questions? (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, I guess so. What? And my last one. Actually, no. Second to the last. <laughs> uh, what brand names are featured between Dwight and Michael Scott at Staples? Kodak. Uh, Aspen. Kodak. HP. Staples. Yes, that's all I wrote. <laughs> I, I should have counted Staples. I didn't count Staples. Um, last one. Uh, what's the name of Andy's anger management counselor? Oh, Tracy. Karen. Something with a Marcy. Like Marcy. Marcy. Oh, yeah. Marcy. All right, that's it. Nice. That's enough. That's, that's a good list. Justin, you wanna? Give us uh, one? when is the sales meeting? Yeah, I'll leave it there. Is it on the, <laughs> the whiteboard behind Angela? Mm-hmm. Bah, Eleven o'clock. It is. is oh it? shit. O'clock. Oh, oh. Monday. Monday. What? Or what date? It is Monday. Oh my god! But what date? Oh. Um, what year is it? It's January two thousand seven. <laughs> what was the Monday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there was probably uh, the twenty fifth, which I know that we asked this question like I think it was last episode, and so like I'm wondering if the like if it's the same. It was like, although it was eleven thirty last time. I thought I thought it was the or one thirty or something. I thought yeah last time. <laughs> I don't even remember it from yeah, last episode. Is it the 17th? The 25th. Oh. One of our listeners, oh, look that up and let us know. <laughs> yes. What is the name of the other sales associate at Staples? Paris. Not the one that looks like Rhonda? Paris. Paris. Oh. Paris. I wasn't actually confident in that one because like, I could barely see it. Yeah. That was one of it my was, It was either Paris or Pabis. <laughs> well, one's a one's a potential name, one's just nonsense. One's just <laughs> noise. <laughs> nice. 
Any other questions? Nope. Okay, I'll go ahead <clears throat> then. Uh, what are the three things that Michael suggests they get for Oscar's party? Um, a boro. A boro, yeah. Uh, that's Some technically Pinatas. Oscar's thing. Oh. Nope. Sombrero? Nope. Sombreros? No? Fireworks. Firecrackers. Oh, Fire fireworks. That's Fire right. Firecrackers, chimichangas. chimichangas, and think, oh. think Taco Bell. Burritos? A cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> no. Crunch or is it Mighty cream? Taco? No, it's a Chihuahua. Oh, oh. yeah. Chihuahua. <laughs> Was uh, that a Chihuahua for Taco Bell? Yeah. I think so, yeah. right? In the 90s, yeah. Chihuahua. And um, how much does Jim weigh approximately? 185. Yeah. <laughs> 185 pounder. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so awkward. Like a cheesy thing to do. <laughs> Just standing there. Way to a... like really like uh, commit to a bit. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Andy's certainly committed, that's for sure. And he should be committed. Um And he was. And he was, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um what does Creed put into his mouth and get really excited about? Oh my god! I thought it was like a pepper. It was whatever Phyllis was cutting up in the yeah. kitchen, but I don't know what that was. I actually don't know what it was either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, where, I don't know. but where did Meredith get it? I don't Good know the stuff. name of I couldn't. I can never understand the name of the store. I know it sounded like Geerty's. I don't know. If oh yeah. 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 Was it at the Good Stuff? What's the Good I'll Stuff? Draw me a map. Yeah, draw me a map. <laughs> Ah. Mama, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what is the place that Ron Swanson shops at? Food and, food and stuff. Food and stuff. Oh, food and stuff. Could be food and stuff. Cool. Those are all my trivia. Anyone else have any? I guess I have one. Um, what's the um on top of the fridge? What nutrition bars are are are, are there? Oh. Cliff bars. Yep. Oh, nice. Wow. Very good. Oh, and um, so Michael says that. Uh, what's his name? Os Oscar. That Oscar's car is German engineering. Where was Oscar's car actually made? No. <laughs> oh boy, I don't even know what Probably his car Japan. was. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I say, it's either Germany or Japan, basically. <laughs> oh man, cool. That brings us then to ratings. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna give this episode three out of five. Whoa. Oh, sorry, three point five oh. out of five. Marginally better. <laughs> sorry, that's what I meant to say, but I got I got too excited and said the five in the wrong spot. Well, yeah, three point five, five out of five. Five point three out of five. Three point five out of five. What? Um, firecrackers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I like this episode a bit more. I'll give it uh, four out of five of the best singers of all time. Well, it's, it's not. <laughs> That's good. It's not that I didn't like it. I just think that there was. I had a hard time liking a lot of aspects. Oh, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Jim. Oh, God, it's the worst. Uh, I'm going to give this a four out of five lemon <laughs> Um I think that 
Andy is just hilarious this whole episode, and like I've I feel like I would have made a lower score if I didn't if this episode weren't the source of so many references that I make to the office. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. And I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Rock and Robins. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, I'm gonna. It was a good episode. Yeah, I think it was a good episode too. I'm gonna give it also a four out of five. Oh, but look we'll, at that. Jamie went last. But we'll say a, <laughs> <laughs> we'll say a four out of five uh, pinatas. All right. Uh, that brings our official threat level podcast score to 3.9 rockin' firecrackers drinking lemonade pinatas crap. I was, that was, I had a, drinking, I had a better one before Drinking lemonade out of pinatas. But it's been said, can't take it back. There you go. Uh, it is done. 3.9 out of 5. That's a respectable mm-hmm. grade, if you will. Very good. So that brings us, I guess, to the end of the episode discussion. If you are still listening, thanks. And if you don't want to stick around for the next segment, then farewell. But feel free to hit us up on Twitter, TL underscore PCAST. And also, uh, you can send us an email at threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. And that, as the cold wind blows, we arrive in (laughs) Threat Level Podcast After Dark. The cold wind blows. The it may have been because I had leaned so closely into the microphone to say that, and then I exhaled. <laughs> That's the only reason Madison does this podcast. It is. I think it is. I, think I look forward true. to it all week. <laughs> <laughs> she just practices always. <laughs> nice. So, speaking of that, what have you guys been listening to, watching, reading, doing as of late that you would like to shout out? Anything cool? <laughs> wow, <Well>, guys. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm going to bring it back about 21 years. Okay. For this podcast. I like how you waited because you wanted to, I was looking to up do the air that. <laughs> I have been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first no. time. For the first time? For the first time. Nice. Yeah, my friend was like, you have to watch it. It's so oh, good. that's why you're watching Kate, yeah. Kate, Kate recommended it to me a year and a half ago. Uh-oh. So I'm just now watching it. <laughs> Maybe two years ago by now. Yeah. Um, I, I really like was it. Was it when I you thought... were asking for 90 shows? No, she just like offered it to me. I don't know when nice. we were talking. I don't know what we were talking about. Yeah. But I am I'm having fun watching it. I, I like the main character, Buffy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She's likable. She's not annoying. I like Willow. She's also not annoying. The only ones that are annoying are the guys. What do you mean? Yeah. Not David Boreanaz. Oh, no. No. Angel's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine in a number of definitions, I'm sure. I mean the friend. Like the desperate friend yeah, who really keeps complaining him, about though. the friend zone. Like yeah. only Xander. And like I think that Xander brings the 90s into the show. Like yeah. it, it isn't boys and girls until like Xander talks. Uh, yeah, because like Buffy, well, until like Owen comes around for that bit and she's starting to like Angel, but... Did you guys drop your mic on the other end? Are you it doing okay? Sounds like it. <laughs> guys, are you still with us? No, it's a good show. I, I'm enjoying the characters. It's not. I thought it was going to be too '90s for yeah. me because, like, we tr- we tried to watch Charmed, and I'm like, I can't Ugh, do this. Yeah, I liked Charmed back in the day, but yeah, it doesn't really age that great. 
Which is weird because, like, I love Dawson's Creek and I could watch yeah. that. But I think it's because I watched it as a kid, so right, it yeah. just brings back those memories. But I'm um, like starting a brand new show at the night, like, that was filmed in the 90s. I thought it would be pretty rough, but um, it's not. And what else nice. did we start watching that's from the 90s? Oh, Roswell. And I was like, I don't oh, know if I can okay. do this either. I don't think it I've was seen just Roswell. 290s. <laughs> 290s. Yeah. Cool. So Buffy. The 90s really loved, like, the occult. Yes, they, they do. really did. Well, I mean, even, <laughs> I guess even now we still do, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, it feels different now. Like it feels like the '90s like wanted to show you monsters and stuff, and they yeah. kind of like put it on backdrops of like school, like high school kids. I feel like now, whenever the occult is involved, it's always like check out these brooding, sexy vampires. <laughs> yeah, or these werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you just feel the primal lust, of <laughs> Jacob? Jacob. You even Jacob. know a name? Are you like, Team Jacob? <laughs> Bella. <Ugh>. Bella. <laughs> That's how he says her name. Bella. <laughs> like he has mashed potatoes in his mouth. <laughs> now we're just making fun of someone's speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, guys. Point. It is. <laughs> anyway. No. Um cool buffy yeah i think i've only ever seen the first episode of buffy where she like catches the dagger or whatever as he like chucks someone chucks it at her face doesn't that happen no no oh <laughs> are you sure i thought that's how they figured out she's the vampire you... slayer she drops a, a dagger in her front and xander picks it up and gives it to her later Mm. That's, the same thing. <laughs> that's the same thing as somebody throwing i think you've forgotten a crucial point or maybe it hasn't happened yet and you just gave us a spoiler well, it, then it wasn't be... in the first episode but i thought it was because i don't i haven't seen much maybe of it that was series. and we don't remember yeah yeah could who be, knows could be um, listeners if you're out there and you're buffy fans let, let us, us know. know yes let us know um <clears throat> i have been recently watching finally Grace and Frankie that Madison has shouted out a number Yay! of times oh boy. and I've <laughs> really been enjoying it like watching their chemistry on in the show is is amazing like it's very pleasing and I just like love each of the characters individually as well and I think they're doing a well I think with Frankie it's starting but like with Grace you see a real character progression from like first season to second um, and it's really it's really fun to watch so I've been checking that out and in terms of like new stuff, I have like watched an episode of um, the Frozen Dead, which is a French um, a French show on Netflix that's a true crime show. So that's been pretty interesting. Are we to assume it's in French? It is, yeah. yeah. I think you can watch it dubbed, but who does that? Mm. Have you guys ever seen Nine to Five? Like Dolly Parton. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking of like, where have I seen Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin together before? And I was like, it's um, nine to five. I just, I watched that like a couple years ago, which is a great movie, by the working way. Working nine to five. It's so good. And oh my God, I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> she <laughs> seems like good There's something about people. her that is so warm and just yeah. so nice. I don't know. I just really like. In a similar oh. way that like watching any video with Kristen Chenoweth in it, it, it gives me the same feeling. Like she seems like a very sweet individual too. Who is Kristen Chenoweth? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Kristen Chenoweth is uh, a Broadway performer. She. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on. You'd know her, Justin. Yeah, she was on Glee a couple times, and she's well. She's 
I think f- perhaps most famous. She has a very high pitched voice. Well, is she yeah. on Thirty Rock? I don't no. know. She was in uh, Pushing Daisies as well. What else was she in? Just that, that, that we have seen. Yeah, I, I don't um, think Justin has though. She was the originator of of uh, the role of Glinda for Wicked as well. If that helps. Maybe Parks and Recreation. No, I, I, I do recognize so. her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of Cameron Diaz. Uh, you know, I guess kind of. Fame. Yeah. She was in the movie that we just watched with my dad when we were over there. That movie about Christmas. What the heck is it? Yeah, that's who Ooh, I'm thinking. Christmas Prince. Yes. Oh, we watched that. Was it terrible? Oh, Deck the Halls, it's called. Yeah. Like, like the oh, thing Christmas, about... You watched The Christmas Prince. Oh, it's so terrible. Wait, what is <laughs> that? Well, that was the one that has the, the actress... Prince. This one has the actress from iZombie in it, right? Christmas Prince? I, I'm not sure, but like, that, that movie, like, it, it got onto our radar because, <laughs> like, Netflix sent out a tweet saying... Uh, to the 18 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the last 53 days, who hurt you? <laughs> That's amazing. So then we had to watch it to see what all the fuss was about. It was okay. I, it, 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 yeah, it was, I didn't dislike it. It was, it was just a silly little Christmas movie, you yeah. know? Yeah. It wasn't even like that much of a love story where you think somebody who was going through a bad breakup would watch it over and over again. It wasn't that great of a love story or anything. Was it on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. it's a Netflix okay, original. That's, that's where I've seen it. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you think because... that it's like, like when you make a Christmas movie, do you think that. I feel like Christmas movies come in two flavors. It's either like just cheesy and, and like warm and Christmassy. Like, mm-hmm. all the Hallmark Channel movies. Yeah. And then the other one is, like, super sad. <laughs> Not you, counting, like, like not kids' funny, funny like movies. Like, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. What about Crumpus? Ooh. Yeah, what about Scary? What about Ginger Dead Man? Ooh, that's true. Or Jack like, Frost. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm. Jack Frost was sad. No, no, the one where he's a murderer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they should combine those movies. <laughs> the dad becomes a killer snowman. And then, like, everybody cries because he's dying at the end. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Any other shout-outs, guys? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, playing this game uh, that came out, I think, last week called oh. Celeste. Uh, okay. It is so good. It is, like, it's, like, the closest, the closest brethren, the the closest game to it is <laughs> yeah. Super Meat Boy. Like it's a uh, this okay. like really it's it's kind of a hard platformer game where like so you're this girl and you're mm-hmm. trying to climb this mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was a little girl because like her sprite looks like she's a little girl because it's like pixely graphics. Mm-hmm. But um, they definitely talk about like having a job and drinking. So like I think she's like an adult. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they're breaking child labor. Uh, so you're you're like climbing this mountain, but mm-hmm. you have to like deal with her insecurities and like her anxiety. Oh. And uh, it, it like I I love the beginnings of games, and so like the the beginning of this game, you like you you run into this old lady who like kind of makes fun of you and then starts laughing at you and like you see her like saying ha ha and like the ha ha's are like floating across the screen and like <laughs> so you like outrun like you're like outrunning them and then 
at the end of the level, like everything goes like kind of fades away. And she says like, I can do this. Uh, and it's, it's every character in this game is just awesome. (laughs) That's cool. Which is kind of a weird position for this game to be in because it is hard. So like, Mm -hmm. I feel like this game would like, I feel like the people who played super meat boy could like that they should play this game like the from a gameplay perspective they love they would love this game but also i think that this like the messages that the game sends would be helpful to people yeah. who really love super meat boy because meat boy's okay. all like uh, meat and fetus and <laughs> band-aid girl Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's what Weird. what council is, is this on switch switch yeah okay. it's um switch and i want to say pc2 okay um, definitely switch though what switch. system's the pc2 just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> cool celeste hmm. any other uh, shout out i don't have anything what yeah i have not done anything different this week i have worked and i have rewatched grace and frankie yeah (laughs) and that has been my week (laughs) oh i guess i should also because last episode we i said i'd give an update so i have now seen hangman the stage production um that i talked about last episode and it was actually really good like i admittedly went there just to see johnny flynn but the entire cast was amazing and it was like a really solid production and it the theme was like dark because it's all about like the this guy who's a retired hangman and then he ends up sort of like wait what's a hangman a guy uh so like uh what do they call them the person who's there uh that flips the switch basically to hang people who are convicted of of hangable crimes of like capital punishment um what do we call that um, a hangman, I, an executioner. It's, a, it's executioner. Yeah, I'm like it's bourreau in French. I don't know if that helps you. But, <laughs> I think uh, that's donkey. <laughs> that's almost. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's all about like a retired hangman and like his family, and this like stranger comes to town, and it's kind of a story around that, and it ends up turning into a sort of dark and twisted thing, but there's a lot of elements of like sort of dark humor in it. And so like the audience was all laughing and it was a really good production. And then afterwards I did get to meet Johnny Flynn very briefly. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, and I got a picture and had a very awkward chat with him and then let him be on his way. Was he like uncomfortable? Yeah. I think he just doesn't deal well with um, like random public interactions, which is fair. Yeah. Like what if does I, his hair it, smell like? I didn't smell his hair. You <laughs> didn't. I know, right? Uh, no, he's not admitting. No, I felt so bad. Like I felt really bad stopping him, though. Be- like I wasn't going to, as I was saying in like the messages. Like he was leaving basically, and so I was like, I said something like, "Oh, good job, thanks," or something as he was walking by. But then like this girl ran after him to get his autograph, and oh I was like, gosh. "Well, I guess if he's already stopped." Um, <laughs> and so I went and like took took a picture and then just like thanked him and stuff like that. And yeah, he was just kind of like very kind, but like clearly not not sure like what to say to me. And then yeah. <laughs> that's why like I ended it as soon as I could, and I was like, okay, well, I'll let you be off. Bye. Um, I never understand why people get autographs, like pictures. You get a picture, picture not yeah. an autograph. Right. Yeah, yeah that's that could what be I was, any old buddy. Right. Yeah, that's why I was like, no, no, I need a picture. 
of yeah. my favorite uh, artist of all time. So did you cool. tell him that? No, I did tell him that I really appreciate his music and like I use it to like you know when I need it to like calm down and stuff or like if I need a de-stressor, I'll listen to his music. And he was just like, yeah. "Oh, thank you." And I was like, "Yep, <laughs> no worries." Um, it was pretty cool. cool, but yeah, that was my excitement for the last week. Was it I actually do have a shout out. What's that, Justin? Is that a musical or is it just a show? No, just it's just a play. Which is like for me, plays are often hit or miss, leaning mostly to miss. Um, but for this one, like as I was saying, it was pretty like comedic and stuff. And I think that that's maybe my problem with plays. Like if it's strictly a drama, I get bored. Um, yeah. Which is why I fell asleep in almost every Shakespeare play that I saw <laughs> in high school. Um, Half of those were comedies. Some of them were like I. Then again, the the only one I stayed awake for was Henry VIII, which is not a comedy. Which is the only one I fell asleep. <laughs> it was so boring. Oh, whoops. Um, but yeah, no, this one was like pretty solid, and I was like, oh, okay, I do like plays. I just really don't like certain plays. Yeah, it's like what people say, like I don't like books or I don't like movies. Like, right, it's like you haven't, haven't found your yeah. Yeah. Um, I, what, I don't want to like, be like, what's the point of plays, uh-huh. but like, <laughs> don't you feel like, like, I, I feel like I can't really like justify like, spending money on it. No, but like, you can see that in a movie, can't you? Like, what does a play bring that a movie doesn't? So like when you go to a concert, like yeah. the atmosphere, like the music's really loud. You get to see the people that you like have been listening to on your CDs. Yeah. <laughs> well, on, on your A track. On, <laughs> on your MP3 players. On your tapes. Um, on your, on your wandering minstrels. On your zunes. <laughs> um, the thing that I find cool about musicals and plays and doing and seeing productions like that is that what you're seeing is. Like, of course, there are other attempts to reproduce that, but like no production is ever the same. So it's kind of cool that you're getting a snippet of that. And for me, like the aspect, like you're saying, hearing someone on a, on your uh, CD or whatever, and um, or seeing someone on, in film in person is a pretty cool thing. So like, you know, I really respect Johnny Flynn as an artist, both like on in like Lovesick, for example, and also his music. So it was cool to like see that person in real life and be like, whoa, like this is a real person, mm-hmm. you know, as stupid as that sounds. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the the cool aspect is that it's, it's sort of like the production you see in that, at that time, no one who isn't there at that time will ever actually see the same thing that you did. So that's the cool thing about plays. that's different to movies because the movie doesn't change in theory as you keep watching it. <laughs> if it does, then autism well, you, you haven't seen <laughs> return of the Jedi. starring hayden christensen (laughs) i have not but but yeah i actually do have a shout out yeah um so uh there's this comedian uh pete holmes and he had this show called pete holmes show and it was so funny and i would watch it like on youtube every morning before uh going to school and um he has this series of videos on youtube called which are uh, parodies of the X-Men. And uh, uh, Pete Holmes plays uh, Professor X, and he calls in the various X-Men and fires them because their powers are all so lame. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's pretty cool. 
So it's 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 really funny. Um, like real X Men, or like he makes them up. No, he he brings in like the actual X Men, like Wolverine. He's like, you're made of metal, the thing that our main arch enemy can control. <laughs> True. And he's just like, uh, like one of the X Men is Angel. And yeah. He brings an Angel. He's like, you literally have wings. Like <laughs> other X Men, they can. Uh, fly through like levitation. You yeah. literally, you're a bird. <laughs> and he just like, he always like flips off the X Men as he's firing them. It's, it's a good way. It to, is fun. It's and a good way. Short to, little videos too. So. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like each one is like a couple, like couple minutes. Nice. Yes. And um, mentioning the movie that uh, doesn't that does change or doesn't change reminded me of this podcast. I haven't actually um, listened to it, but but I'm just suggesting it. Uh, it's um I think it's called the worst idea of all time or something like that and it's it's about these guys who watch the same terrible movie every day for like sorry sorry every week for a for a full year Ouch. like I think they watch Grown Ups two or like Sex <laughs> of City two Terminator two yeah or, no no that's a great movie <laughs> but like they just watch the same movie every week and talk about it so I don't know. Just a suggestion. Cool. So they they watch one movie. Like, how long do they watch? Do they, like, the whole podcast, they're only watching one movie? Or they, like, pick a different movie every year? Yeah, I think they pick a different movie every year, but they've done it for, like, only, like, two or three years, something like that. So they only have one podcast per year? No, 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 they watch. They have 52 podcasts per year. <laughs> oh, 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 I get it. And I get for it. For that one year, they're the Push. same movie over and over. That okay. seems like after the first episode of the podcast, it would get really boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I, I, the way I've heard it described is, like, the the podcast hosts, they slowly descend into madness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, so, like, each new episode, they just try to, like talk about a new like revelation they came to watching the film or something i guess so okay because i feel like that'd be can you imagine talking about the same episode of the office for 52 <laughs> i feel like i'm more curious about it than i really have the willpower to sit through right same. yeah yeah interesting though it's a, it's a something i hadn't thought about people doing yeah. i love weird ideas for podcasts like yeah. that yeah it's cool awesome on that note, I believe then we shall wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> so if you've listened this far, thanks for listening. Um, and uh, feel free to check us out on Twitter, teal underscore pcast, or send us an email, threatlevelpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with season three, episode oh, Madison, you want to tell your amazing Whatever joke? Tell your amazing no, joke. No, no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Have you been uh, waiting for the end of the podcast? No. Right, tell this joke. Next week, Madison's going to tell you the most amazing joke. Oh, Stay not. tuned. Okay. <laughs> we'll be looking. We'll be very much looking forward to that. <laughs> On that note, though, thanks for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>